Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Thursday afternoon, everybody. Kip Harridge here with your Daily VRA Investing Podcast. Again, tomorrow's a holiday, July 4th here in the United States. So we're looking forward to a three-day weekend here. The market celebrated that a bit today, as is pretty common. This is a commonly an update for the market. It's been really a very good week in the markets as well here. Uh, we'll get to that in just a moment. But first, the, the day kicked off today with uh, the jobs report. And, um, I mean, just another another big shocker to the upside. If the data can be trusted, there's a lot of, really a lot of controversy around these numbers and the way they're tabulated. Uh, and just the, when you have, when you're expected to have 2.9 million jobs created in the month of June, that was the estimate, and instead you come in with 2 million more, almost 5 million jobs created in June, that's a big miss. That's back-to-back months of big miss, misses from our supposedly, uh, you know, uh, uh, best economist on the planet. And it took the uh, employment rate, unemployment rate down to 11.1%. But there are a lot of holes in this. There's a lot of, a lot, a lot of questions I'll, I'll say about this, but still we're headed in the right direction. No doubt about that. One of the things that concerned us is that uh, even though we were celebrating the big news this morning, what kind of got uh, swept under the rug was the fact that we also had 1.4 million Americans filing first for first time unemployment benefits. So something in that doesn't wash out right. Look, uh, this will all this will all take care of itself over time. Like the key point, of course, is we're headed in the right direction. Uh, coronavirus is dying. It's burning out. That's uh, even though the media, of course, wants to all, all they want to do is keep you keep the fear ginned up. Keep the panic porn going. Uh, mass hysteria of new cases, new cases, record numbers of new cases. Whether they forget to tell you conveniently. Oh, by the way, we've got record levels of testing happening at the same time. Those that are testing positive are doing so. Well, they're testing, they're testing because it's required in order to try to go back to work and get back into an office building. You must first be tested. Um, again, tests are available everywhere now. Uh, but those that are testing positive are much younger. And frankly, most are asymptomatic, don't even know they are, they even had it. And uh, so seeing clear signs that the virus is burning itself out, it's mutating to, to a weaker strand, if you will, and that herd immunity is certainly doing its thing. This is why the death totals have now, each day this week, hit a new three-plus-month uh, low. And we're now down to uh, the lowest levels in 98 days for the death total, low, uh, a new low again yesterday. So that's all good news. The market loved it this morning on the employment to data. Dow Jones opened up uh, over 400 points higher. His high is plus 489. We lost about 400 points of those gains, however. Dow Jones did finish up 92 points in the day at 25,827. Uh, everything today was up right at four-tenths of 1%. S&P 500 up 14 points, gave up 30 handles of those gains, though, closing at 31.30. Russell 2000 almost ticked negative today after being up well over 2% at one point. Russell 2000 has been the laggard. It's been, uh, it's been a very weak group now for a couple of years, still below the highs of August 2018. Russell 2000 up today four points, and the NASDAQ was our leader. It's what you want to see. If you're bullish, it's been like a license to print money on in tech stocks. Uh, NASDAQ up 53 points today at 10,207. That is another new all-time high. Back-to-back days of new all-time highs in the NASDAQ. Same thing in the tech sector as well uh, with the XL, 
K hitting a new all-time high. And the uh, semis, once again, led the way up 1.5% today, just slightly below a new 52-week high today. That's giving me a new all-time high today, but it, it'll probably get there next week. Uh, we do th- want to note, though, the market is very stretched out, very thin. It's very stretched out, especially the tech stocks. Uh, extreme overbought levels now on the DSI. And uh, typically, the kind of readings where you're going to see some kind of a pullback, uh, and we will note that Congress is out of session to July the 20th. That's typically a very bullish sign. Uh, however, the markets are counting on a lot more stimulus. And uh, so that's, that's still three weeks away before that could happen at the earliest. So uh, we're, uh, the markets are hoping for more monetary stimulus uh, from, the, uh, from the Fed, more fiscal stimulus from Congress. And uh, if we don't get that, uh, it, this, this market will probably have a lot of the wind taken out of its cells here in the, in the latter part of the summer. Uh, we also wanted to note this morning, and it really is pretty extraordinary, the AAI sentiment survey, you know, we're big, we're big believers in these sentiment surveys. You know, when everybody is bearish, you want to be bullish. When everybody's bullish, you want to be bearish. It just pays to, to be a contrarian. And uh, a sentiment survey that I've voted in for more than 30 years, uh, the AAI sentiment survey, uh, was out last night with its readings. And it really is stunning. Bulls now, and remember, this is after a 40% move higher from the March 23rd lows. So what is that, a couple, three months? That's 40% higher. And bulls are down to 22%. Bears up on the week to 45%. Neutral investors at a big 32% as well. But still, to see a 22% bullish reading and 40, 45% bears reading after this kind of a move higher, you know, it doesn't really seem to make any sense. What, is it, what it tells you is, is this is how people are actually, actually investing their money. If they're this conservative with their money, if they have this little of their money in the markets, then the market's going a lot higher. This is as a contrarian. You, you just don't see a, a more bullish signal uh, than seeing AI bulls down to 22% after this kind of a move higher. Really the same thing with the fear and greed index, which is uh, not, not as bearish, but still it's at 49. That's a neutral reading. But it's down from 63 or 64 where it was a couple weeks ago. So to see this kind of a, of a neutral reading in the fear and greed index, and again, to see AI at, uh, at 22% bulls, uh, tells you that uh, this, this market could go a whole lot higher, but at least before we get to extreme readings on any kind of a sentiment uh, bullish uh, survey here. Um, take a look under the hood today at the internals. Again, we give a lot of our gains today. But the internals still held in well. The uh, advanced decline today was uh, about 1.5 to 1. Again, at one point during the day, today it was up 2.5 to 1. Uh, up down volume, finished it just better than 2 to 1 positive. And new 52 week highs to lows, uh, this, is the, this is what's really been shouting from the mountaintops. You've got to be along this market. Today, 265 stocks on the NYSC and NASDAQ. Hit new 62 new 52 week highs. That's 265 stocks. So just 14 hitting new 52 week lows. Uh, pretty stunning readings. And our sector watch today. We had uh, let me refresh this here. Nine of 11 S&P 500 sectors closed higher on the day, led by materials, energy, and industrials all up just right at one percent. Communication services and real estate were down, but just fractionally so. And then uh, in our uh, commodity watch today. Where is our commodity watch? 
I'll tell you first, uh, Bitcoin today, uh, again, in a very tight band here. We think this is uh, probably the new, new next level for, as a launch pad uh, for a cryptocurrencies, specifically Bitcoin today, trading down 177 at 9,070. Really been in a trading range between 9,000 and 10,000. We call that a coiled spring. We're looking for a move to the upside through that. And uh, commodity watch oil again. It's been on a hell of a run here, up a half a buck a barrel today, closing at 40.30 a barrel. Uh, gold recovering some of its losses yesterday after it finally surged back over $1,800 an ounce. It finished up eight dollars an ounce today at 17.87. We like, as you know, we like this group a great deal. Uh, silver now breaking, extending its gains past $18 an ounce, $18.30 an ounce. And, uh, well, folks, that's it for the day. Hope you had a great week. Again, markets are closed tomorrow. Have a great long weekend. We'll see you back here again Monday after the close.